here we are. Extra coverage. Dun, 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 dun. And luckily, you don't have to see me. <laughs> it's one of those hair days. And now it's raining. So that's not good. Well, it's not snowing. So it's actually better that it's raining. But I have Friday hair. I don't care. Anyhow. So let's see. Things that I didn't cover Wednesday, I'll cover now. And things that I did cover Wednesday, I'll just do a little bonus repeat. Okay. So um, first things first. What the hell, Quentin Williams of the Jets, what the hell are you freaking thinking bringing a gun to the freaking airport? First of all. Second of all, kudos to the PR department for making sure that every freaking ass player knows don't bring a gun to the airport unless you have a permit. And just because you have a permit from Alabama doesn't mean that your permit is valid in New York. New York and New Jersey, heads up, have the toughest gun laws, especially where permits are concerned. If you don't have one here, you can't travel with the gun. You will get arrested. Let's just make that crystal clear. I don't understand why nobody told you this. Great job, Jets. Shouldn't this be like part of your discussion with rookies and with actually just as a team as a whole? First of all, you don't bring a gun as a carry-on. No matter if you have a permit or not, they're not going to let you carry a gun on a plane. Hello, it's called terrorism. You can't bring a gun on a plane as a carry-on. New York laws are tough, I'm telling you. So hopefully, you know, you know, he just gets probation. And he doesn't have to do jail time. Being that he was, but see, maybe they can just say he was negligent because he didn't know the rules or the laws. Um, I don't know. Maybe they won't write him up. I don't know. But whatever. Whatever happens, lesson learned, I hopefully for everybody else and for other athletes included. No matter if you have a permit in Florida, Texas, you have a per permit in Alabama, you have a permit in Boston, you have a permit, whatever, wherever else you're from, it doesn't make a difference. You need to have one here in New Jersey and also in New York. Okay, let's carry it on. Oh my God. So this whole entire coronavirus thing is so out of proportion. It's, you people are crazy. Somebody just posted on Facebook that they saw somebody at BJ's wholesale with a U-Haul truck loaded the freaking ass truck with non-perishable foods, toilet paper, that kind of stuff. Hello? What the hell are you people doing? And every single grocery store that I've gone to, they're all out of hand sanitizers. They're all out of Lysol and Clorox wipes. They're all out of disinfectant spray. Toilet paper was going at Wegmans. They didn't have that much left. 
people. Let me let me tell you something. First of all, were you not washing your hands prior to this? Because that's the simple solution. You just need freaking soap. That's it. Soap and water, wash your hands. Like a little preschooler. I put my video out there for all you to see and show you how to wash your hands the right way. That's how preschoolers, my video is showing you how preschoolers, we taught preschoolers how to wash their hands when I was a teacher. This was the proper way to wash your hands. And now also with all the public damn bathrooms, you know, we want to save the environment and don't have paper towels to dry your hands. So please use these bacteria gushing air dryers instead. They're dangerous. They're worse than, than having all the paper towels in the landfills. Okay, because they're going to get people sick. First of all, you wash your hands, okay, and then everybody probably touches the faucet after they wash their hands. You either have to touch the faucet because they have those stupid asinine, you know, push the button on the thing and the water goes out for like 10 seconds and then you have to push the thing again. What's the point of having that in the bathroom? What? What is the point of that? I got to push the thing. I got to push the thing down so the water comes out and then it's gone in 10, 15 seconds and I got to still push it again. So why am I bothering washing my hands? But even if they have a good, they have the automatic faucet when you put your hands under it, the water comes on it, you still have to use a hand dryer. Now, in a public bathroom where there's no toilet lids, so when your people are flushing their feces and all that kind of stuff down the toilet, it's going into the air. And if if by chance somebody is having one of those hand dryers on, guess what it's catching? Catching all the bacteria from the toilet and sucking it up the hair, hand dryer. Then when another person comes by and they put their hands under the hand dryer, Voila, all that bacteria that I just sucked up is now going down on somebody else's hands after they just washed them with soap. Real smart. This whole entire like nonsense with no plastic bags is even like stupider. That's my word, stupider. Stupid. It's just plain paper bags are worse. But no, let's have paper bags everywhere. Yahoo! Yay, paper bags. I, God almighty, this world is like lost it. Totally. Um, and you really shouldn't use that much freaking Purell anyway. It's made with alcohol. First of all, your skin is going to dry up and you're going to feel like a freaking ass alligator. Okay, you're going to have rough ass skin. So yeah, sure, people are going to want to hold your hand. And then you're going to smell like it. They don't, it doesn't smell that pretty, I have to tell you. I saw a joke on Instagram. Somebody posted a joke and said, oh, what's that perfume you're wearing? And somebody said, oh, that's my, that's my hand sanitizer. So this whole thing is blown out of proportion. And, and everybody on Wall Street, I just want to like tell you this. You guys look the dumbest out of all of them because you're letting a damn virus dictate our economy. Real brilliant. Now, here's the thing. If everybody's buying things and the stores are crowded, shouldn't the stock market go up and not down? That's just my take. If so, my money in the stock market is doing real swell right now. Yeah, so, anyhow. 
Um, so I want to say that. So in Wednesday's show, I talked about influencer marketing and how the, the you know the ball the the ball is the tables are turning. You know the ball is now in the Twitter's court, um, so to speak, because that's where you can make your most money is now on Twitter, not on Instagram. Now, of course, that's not what Facebook wants to hear because Facebook owns Instagram and they don't want that. But if you want to listen to what I said, you got to go and click on the link, find what I said. I talked about Sam Darnold, which, by the way, I was thinking about this the other day after I said it. He has so little followers. Like Jets fans, hello? There's got to be more of you. Or even NFL fans, for God's sakes. How does Baker Mayfield have 2 million followers? And Sam Darnold is not even near a million yet. What the hell is wrong with that picture? Now, I know I had a little beef going with him. Whatever. But, like, you know, unlike other people, like, you know, I don't hold grudges on people. Because, you know, we all make mistakes. So, you know, second chance. Yeah, sure. I give everybody, usually, here's the thing. I usually give people second chances. I don't hold grudges, period, because karma's always a bitch. But the people that are, that fake loyal loyalty to me, and they fake friendship, and they fake that they care about me because they just want to use me, those people never get a second chance. You know the saying, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That never happens. Um, but I will, I do give people second chances because I do believe in forgiveness. You know, well, maybe he's just shy. Maybe Sam Donald's shy. No, he just didn't understand that, like, you know, it's common courtesy when I, when my nephew sends the two videos that he wanted to create his own self because he was upset that you weren't playing because you had mono, which I know how you got mono. Don't worry. I ain't going to say anything. I ain't going to put that that beat out there. But I kind of figured out who gave you mono. And I'll just say, she's been all over the place. That's all I'm going to say. It's a she. Anyhow. Um, maybe he's just shy. Maybe he just didn't know it was common courtesy. Like, you know, a kid makes a video and sends it on Instagram. He was supposed to be like, oh, thank you. You know, oh, that was nice. So what I know, maybe, eh, who knows? But he's a football player. Speaking of that, so Daniel Jones and Sterling Shepard went to a Knicks game and sat next to none other than Jamal Adams. And Jamal and Jamal Adams got brushed off by by the Knicks. And I'm laughing because and the reason I laugh at that is. <laughs> Is because that's who people think you are. You brush other people off, so they just did the same thing to you. You know, if like I said on my on Wednesday show, if your team ever freaking and knows how to answer an email, which is rude by the way and disrespectful, you know they can answer an email a generic way. There's all generic emails. Thank you for your email. Right now we're not interested. Thank you for your information. If we're interested, we'll contact you at a later time. Blah 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 blah. Now, and I know how much money you can make on Twitter. Your team probably knows shit. Downright. 
But that's usually what happens with NFL players because they all find these friends of friends of friends or who their family recommends or who their quote-unquote agent recommends because, oh, yeah, they, they just know so much. And then that becomes their team. You know, all those lovely little folks out there that know diddly squat about things like marketing, social media, how it actually works, how you put two and two together and make it work for you, Um, how important your social media actually is as an athlete, what you should be tweeting, what you shouldn't be tweeting. They don't go over that stuff because they have no clue either. And we all know the apple doesn't fall that far from the tree. Jamal Adams is on the Jets and they don't know diddly squat either. They have interns doing it, or this chick, who I have no idea who the freak she is, doing it and coming up with stupid crap. I mean, seriously. Stupid! I'm telling you, right now, the New York Rangers Twitter feed is awesome. Their social media is, like, spot on. Spot on. Knicks are not that bad either, I have to say. Knicks are not that bad either. So whoever does the social media for the garden, you guys rock. For sports organization, I'm telling you, seeing how dumb ass people are, you rock. And I will have to say, Major League Baseball's MLB at MLB on Twitter, that's pretty good too. Too bad though, like the baseball players don't know Dilly Squad about social media either. I mean, you got Mike Trout, who's got like over like almost 3 million followers. He doesn't tweet or Instagram, go on Instagram that often. The engagement is so low because they're hardly ever on. They don't even know what the hell to post. And then when they post things, they post stupid. I'm telling you, all athletes post stupid crap. Stupid crap. But I will say this. Tony D'Angelo on the Rangers. I was reading his tweets. I was skimming through all of them all, you know, because of all this Trump stuff. Which you all know my, my position on it. I've said it many, many times. I said that politics doesn't belong on social media at all because people don't have conversation. They just tweet their, or, you know, they answer their, they answer to you their agenda, number one. And two, then if they don't agree with you, they insult you. That's all it is. It's back and forth in insults. But I tell you, he does it very, very well. I mean, Tony, you do it very, very well. I have to, I have to commend him for that because he doesn't really get into it, people. And he's like me, in a way. He's sarcastic. He's like sarcastically will answer back sometimes. I mean, sometimes to me, that's like the best way to answer people, to tell you the truth, is just to be sarcastic. Because, I mean, there's no need to get, like, you know, your panties in a bunch over over people online. Literally, there's no there's no reason. Why bother? But, um, what was I going to say now? Oh, yeah, so, in his, his, he does tweet other people. He does try to stay engaged with fans. He does ask really interesting questions, and he still needs his own freaking talk show. Tony, you need your own talk show. I'm telling you, you need the, the Rangers have to give you like a mic and just let you do something. I have an idea actually for him. Actually, maybe I should tweet him his the idea. Maybe I'll Instagram him, message the idea, because he is really really good. When they do hot takes with Tony D on uh, the Rangers um, Twitter and um, Instagram and Facebook accounts. That is really great content. That is really awesome content. And he is really great at it. Um, see, so and that is a great marketing tool, by the way. 
what the Rangers do with Tony D'Angelo when they do hot takes with Tony D, that is a great marketing tool. That's also a great branding idea. Just, just to let you know that. Um, and I'm just trying to think of other stuff. So, in so Twitter, to Twitter's gonna try to do stories like Facebook and Instagram and all this, uh, you know, because God forbid we're different and unique. They're gonna call them fleets, F L E E T S, where they're gonna be tweets that disappear. That's just what we need. People are already racist on Twitter, sexist on Twitter. Um, men send their dick pictures to women, okay? There's nudity, even more nudity on Twitter. Um, what else? The political stuff is all over the place, literally all over the map. Um, Twitter's already a mess because there's so much more, you're much more anonymous on Twitter than you are on any other social media platform. So that's just what we need, Twitter. We need tweets that can disappear. So people can say whatever they want and it's going to disappear then? Oh, no, 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 no. Why don't you work on an edit button? And let me just tell you, their reason for not wanting an edit button was this. This is what they said. They don't want an edit button because then after somebody retweets stuff, they don't want people to go in and then edit what they said. That's not what it's for. People don't do that. I mean, I'm on Facebook all the time, and people edit their stuff because of spelling errors, grammar, which, by the way, Robbie Anderson, my God, you're killing me. You're from New Jersey, so you like to pump your own gas. We don't even know how to write that as a sentence. My God, you're getting a grammar. I'm sending you a grammar book. You're getting grammar lessons. Maybe I should even just come in and teach you how to speak, to write. Oh my God, that killed me the other day when I saw that tweet. Grammar counts. There's a difference between saying your shit and you're the shit. Grammar counts. You know, let's eat grandma compared to let's eat, comma, grandma. You know, I mean, hello. Grammar and spelling count. Especially when you're an athlete and a celebrity because you have children that look up to you. And I, they don't need to be going to school telling their teachers that, oh, no, no, we don't spell that word like that, or that's a word, or this is a word, when it's not a word. God help us. Thank God I don't longer teach anymore. Oh, I can just imagine how, how the schools are today with all of this. So speaking of that, so schools are a petri dish full of germs. Parents are going to let your kids Go to your kids go to school where there's a petri dish of germs and bacteria, but you're all afraid of going in a large crowd and going to like you know because so Rockland County here canceled their youth fest. Why the hell would you cancel that? It's a big money maker for people. See, this is the whole thing. You're canceling it out of abundance of caution for what? That's why people get afraid because. Government makes stupid decisions like that. Sorry. (coughs) But that's dumb. (coughs) See? Anyhow. So, pretty much wraps up my extra. I swallowed my saliva down the wrong pipe. Mm -mm -mm. 
ayúdalo. Pero I'm okay. <laughs> so anyway, just gonna say one little thing about haters. If I saw something <coughs> online, I thought, oh my god. Because people get so upset when people like <coughs> say something, you know. Hold on, we need more water. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh my god, this little box that my my niece loves. Okay. So <coughs> what's I gonna say? Oh haters. Don't think of them. See, a lot of times people let them get under their skin. But I've learned not to. Why? Because to me, a hater is like having a personal fan club. If they hate on you as much as they do, you obviously mean something to them. Most likely, you're a threat to them. Somehow, I don't know how, but that's not the point. But you're a threat to them. They're probably mostly jealous of your success because they don't think that you deserve it, that they do. Meanwhile, they're sitting at home on their ass and they're doing nothing except complaining. You know, and I'd rather look at it as most of the time, haters are fans in denial. They just don't want to admit that they like you because other people then would start hating on them for liking you. I've seen that as well. And also, they want to, they, people also like to spread rumors. I think I posted this on my Instagram like last night. After I watched the Rangers game, I posted this where when when one man is going around and having rumors about a woman and saying bad crap about her, there's two reasons why he's doing that. One, well, there's reasons why he's doing that is the reason is because he doesn't want any other man to have her because he knows he can never have her. And two, if a woman is going around talking crap about another woman, it's because she knows she can't compete with her. And they don't, and people hate it, hate it when other people are in the spotlight and other people are like loving them. You know, it, it always amazes me. Like, you know, the spotlight is for everybody. You're going to eventually get your time in the sun. So clap for other people. Say congratulations when other people do well. Be nice. Like being nice and compassionate and saying congratulations and please and thank you and all that kind of stuff, it costs nothing. Zero dollars. It's easy to do that. So I don't understand why we have to always hate on people. And I constantly, now this is where I am again, I constantly see people hating on Tony D'Angelo too. And I, that drives me crazy. Can you just imagine how that drives him crazy? You know, we're all people. That's another thing. So, you know, when the Rangers played, I think, three games in two nights or whatever, they had like, uh, you know, they had the, they lost against Philly. Then they had the back-to-back -back games. And then the, the back, the, the second back-to-back -back one, 
And everybody on Twitter was like, oh, they didn't play that well. They didn't do this. And hello, they are people. They're not robots. Athletes are not robots. You know, they're people. And just like anybody, if you don't get a good night's sleep or you are exhausted and you are tired, you're not going to perform well no matter what your job is. And especially athletes, they need their rest too, just like us. And they're allowed to have an off game. I know maybe you don't want to hear that, but they are allowed. And the hate was just ridiculous. <laughs> and especially because he's out in the open about him and supporting Trump. He has so much hate. I mean, people calling him names and call him that. Like, you know, first of all, that's why it's best for him never to respond to that kind of stuff. Because when you respond to all that negative, you're just reinforcing the negative behavior. When you respond to all the positive support, then you breed more positivity. It also makes you feel better about yourself, too, to be quite honest. Um, but you don't want to keep that, that hate flowing, you know. Um, and you don't want to give in to what these, these trolls want, which is attention. They'll say something negative just for attention. I mean, that's basically what they do it for. And that goes back to my point of haters. If you don't have any haters, then you're doing something wrong. <coughs> Not everybody is going to like you. Not everybody's going to love you. That's okay. But... Everybody needs to respect everybody, regardless of whatever, you know, political affiliation you are, religion, sexual orientation, and all that kind of stuff, race. Everybody deserves respect. And on social media, it's hard to come by. And I think all athletes, because for hockey athletes, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, tennis, golf, everybody who plays a professional sport. Stop paying attention to the haters. Let them hate. They got nothing better to do. Let them hate. If you constantly keep ignoring them, they're going to go away because they're not getting what they want, which is attention. But if you keep tweeting them and talking to them and and initiating things between them, you're just going to keep, you're just adding gasoline to the fire. That's why there's bullying and cyberbullying. Because people just cause, it's a cycle. It's a cycle that it will never end until people realize, ignore the haters. Focus on those who love you, who support you. Right? Don't focus on the people who hate you. Focus on those who are there for you, who support you, who want you to do well, who want you to succeed. You'll feel better. They'll feel better. And those other haters, nothing makes a hater. Nothing is better revenge to a hater than succeeding. Because they hate it. <clears throat> All right. And that pretty much concludes my bonus coverage. Where will I be next week? I don't know. I'm keeping my show, mixing it up. So, past two weeks, I've done it on Wednesdays. Actually, no, I did it on a Thursday, and I did it on a Wednesday, not on a Friday. So, I'm going to mix it up. 
don't know where I'm going to go next. I, I'm, I'm probably, this is my hint. I'm probably going to stick in Nyack for a little while longer and find some other great spots in Nyack first. Get that all covered and then move on to a different city in the county. And who knows? I may end up in New York City one day too. Just saying. I think I would love to do my show for Mustang Harry's. I think I would love, I think that would be really awesome. We can, we'll say. But um, anyhow, there's that place and there's another place in, in the city that I really wanted to do it from. Can't, oh my God, my brain hurts. It's been a long week. It's actually been a nice week because no cheerleading anymore. So my cheerleading team is over. Cheerleading team is done. We competed in our section championship. We didn't win the championship, but we performed really, really well. And I was so incredibly proud of them. They put their best foot forward. They did what they were supposed to do. All our stunts hit. The pyramid at the end hit. Hallelujah. It's all posted up. So if you want to go see it on Instagram TV, and I also have it on Twitter. Um, and that's basically it. So have a great week. Uh, weekend, and I'll talk to you all next week.